Hello, and welcome to the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble. I've been celebrating students and staff on social media since 2014. I'm in the trenches with you, and I know it's not an easy task. So if you're responsible for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more for a K-12 school district, you are in the right spot. You're going to lean in and learn some simple, actionable tips to help you reach even more people. And that's all going to happen while keeping your sanity. So let's get started. Hey there, if you're listening to this live right now, I am in St. Louis with all of my best friends at the Enspra seminar. I'm so excited to be here. We actually speak later today. Of course, I'm recording this early because I wouldn't be in my office uh, if I was also in St. Louis. So I'm excited for you to join this mini episode from our book. This summer, we've been kind of walking through some of the stories that are featured in my new book, Social Media for Schools, Proven Storytelling Strategies and Ideas to celebrate your students and staff while keeping your sanity. And today you are going to hear from Melissa Hartley. She's the Director of Communications and Marketing for Horizon Honors School in Phoenix, Arizona. And she's going to give you some tips as far as how to use some of the different elements in Instagram, specifically stories and how that incorporates and what she decides to share there and how it differentiates from other content that she shares. You're really going to enjoy this week's um, little episode. So I'm so excited. Thank you guys so, so much for purchasing the book. We have sold well over a thousand copies. And you, if you're listening to this while you're at Enspra. Don't forget, Enspra's selling this at the bookstore. Yes, you can get your copy. I'm even doing a book signing and do an official book signing on Monday at lunch, but I'll also be signing your book whenever you have it. I will sign it, okay? Um, So I just want to invite everybody who has purchased the book into a free event that I am having in August. And it is a uh, book study um, that I am leading and I am trying to find all of the details right now. Found it. It is on Thursday, August 3rd. It's happening at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. 9 a.m. Pacific. Okay. This is a totally free discussion about the book. So what I want you to do now is make sure you've bought the book and you read the book. Um, It's a perfect time over the summer months to really take a look at this. I loved, um, I just talked to somebody who said, I love the way you wrote it because it just feels like I'm talking to you and it's very relatable which is awesome. That's a great, great uh, compliment. Uh, But grab your book. It's sold on Amazon. You can get it at my website. And then you're going to want to get signed up for our free discussion. If you sign up, you'll also get the recording. I'm going to hang out for at least an hour, if not more. Uh, We cover a lot in this book. And so I wanted to give you the opportunity to get your questions answered. Was there something that didn't quite make sense? Or are you sure about this? Or gosh, my school already has pages. You're kind of suggesting this. What should I do? The best thing is, is that if you've got a specific question you want me to answer, when you sign up for the webinar, we're going to ask you what that question is. So I'm going to be ready to answer those questions questions. Okay. We got five different sections in the book. We're going to kind of walk through all of those. Your chance 
to join me free. It's on a visual webinar. I might be sharing some tips and tricks and strategies while we do it. It's happening on Thursday, August 3rd, noon Eastern. There is a sign up in the show notes. Go to my website or my show notes and sign up for this webinar. You don't want to miss it. First, grab your copy of your book, then sign up for the webinar. All right, now let's get to this week's K-12 PR tip. All right, this week's K-12 PR tip is about prepping for the new school year and saving yourself a little stress and chaos around all these special days to celebrate. Okay, so there's special days to celebrate. It seems like every day there's something, but there's only certain ones that really apply to your school. And I am going to suggest something that we are doing here at Social School for EDU because we manage social media for over 80 school districts across the country. Okay, over 80 school districts we're actually managing. That's how I know so much is because we're doing it every day and I I even do a school. Okay. So what we have done is we have created a list of holidays and recognition days, and we asked ourselves and we're asking our leadership teams at each school two questions. One, yes or no, do you want to celebrate this on social media? Because you don't have to, but you know, if it's National Principals Month, yes or no, are you going to celebrate that on social media? It's a simple question. Then the second question is, Do you want a generic graphic or something personalized? Personalized means you maybe get pictures of your staff members and you put them on some kind of a graphic or you ask a question and, and, you know, give some kind of a shout out. A general graphic is just like happy National Principals Month. And it's just a generic graphic. That is not going to gain as much traction as something personalized. However, something personalized takes more effort. So um, if you can decide right now, yes or no on your list of recognition days, and there's a lot and you're, you maybe not don't want to go through everything, but I think you're going to find some advantages to going through everything. Now, my members are lucky because they get our list uh, every year of our dates to remember. I don't make that we. I don't make that list uh, public. So all of you members, you've got uh, direct access to that, but go through Yes or no, am I going to uh, recognize this? And is it going to be personalized or generic? And then you also want to ask yourselves, okay, the major holidays, and there's different religions and you know all of these things that you have to think about, are those going to be recognized? And then also are the days that you don't have school or don't have you know, you have parent-teacher conferences, some of those things you can look ahead right now and figure out, am I going to put those on social media or not? Okay. And then you can schedule some of those things ahead of time. Now, unfortunately, right now in Meta Business Suite, you can only set uh, schedule up to 30 days in advance. So you could either use drafts or you could, you know, schedule some out and then move them out eventually, or you could just put them in a spreadsheet so that you know what you're going to post. And you could look at that at the first of the month or the last of the month of the previous month. Okay. You get what I mean. We want to have a proactive approach to planning what we're going to recognize on social media. And so a little bit of work now will save you a lot of running around and headaches later. Also, if you get your leadership team to buy in, it's not just something that you say, we're not recognizing that or we are recognizing that, but your leadership team took some time to reflect on it. Okay. 
So I really recommend that you spend a little bit of time uh, doing that. Now I have, I have all of the days, specific days for 2023, 2024 for my, uh, members, but I have a generic list that kind of happens every year. And that is in a blog post. And I'll include that in the show notes. Okay. I'll put that blog post. So you kind of have that general list, uh, but specific dates, there's a little bit of work that goes into figuring out those. Um, and I've got that available for my members and you should consider joining my membership group because it's awesome. So, um, all right, now let's get to this week's little mini interview with Melissa Hartley. Let's go. So if you could please just share your name and your uh, position first. Melissa Hartley. I am the Director of Communications and Marketing for Horizon Honor Schools in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. And can you tell me a little bit about your school? So you're a charter school, right? Charter school district. Um, okay. We have uh, two schools um, and a private preschool. So three total on one campus. Uh, we serve almost 1,600 students. Um, what year did, what year did you guys get started? We were founded in 1996. Okay. One of the oldest charter school districts in the Valley. And we used to be one of the largest. We are no longer, um, because there's lots of, um, districts now that have, um, campuses all over the state and in multiple states, but we were one of the originals. Okay. And um, you're obviously in our membership group and have, have kind of incorporated some of the maybe trainings and teachings and best practices. And what I wanted you to share a little bit about is just how you, instead of using social media kind of as that bulletin board, what are some other methods, especially when you talk about reminders or information only, or maybe those flyers that come in and how are you trying to share those on social media? So um, I think once we started using your program, um, I think I was just much more thoughtful about um, the way I was spending my time doing social media and the quality of the content. And one of the things I I did is I went ahead and used the analytics um, uh, information that you provided and noticed that I really wasn't sharing news or celebrations. I was sharing, don't forget, tomorrow is skate land night. <laughs> um, and that was fine, but um, it, so, but I certainly thought, now there's an opportunity here to improve. So what I ended up doing is essentially um, I'm using the events area on Facebook when an event is initially announced. So there, so there is a spot there and a post is created. Um, but um, what I now do instead is put all of those reminders in Facebook stories and Instagram stories. Um, sometimes they run twice, sometimes even three times if they're very important, two weeks before, a week before, the day before. And I, I'm hoping that what I'm doing is training people that go, okay, I know skate lamps tomorrow. I'm going to look on Instagram stories. I'm going to look on Facebook stories. I'm going to see the graphic. It'll tell me what time, how much it costs. Um, and if you don't want those announcements, you can kind of skip our stories. Um, but they're not cluttering. Um, certainly not cluttering Instagram at all. I We moved to just straight 
visuals, uh, video photography, uh, storytelling moments for Instagram, and then much less clutter as well on the actual Facebook feed. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, because I think, uh, you know, there's so many people that use stories um, and they don't even look at the news feed. But then the nice thing is it's those reminders are only up there for 24 hours. So they're not living there forever after the event has happened. And then it's like they if there's if they would be scrolling back, they don't need to see that. Um, so exactly. And, you know, and that's one of the things that um, I was just dealing with this today. By doing this, though, you need to be cognizant of the fact that it might show after the event is over. So, for example, we have an art show tonight. I didn't want to say tonight because I'm not going to go in and kill it after 9 p.m. tonight. It's going to be running until noon tomorrow. So I don't want it to say tonight, making people think, oh, it's Saturday night. Um so there, you do kind of have to, you can't just throw things arbitrarily up there and say, oh, you know, this afternoon or because does that make sense too? Yeah, ab- that's a really good point, Melissa. And I think that's uh, really good to think about is, hey, if you say something is tonight, it's going to run 24 hours. So if it technically is running after the event's over, you need to say Friday, December 9th, um, you know, we've got this event happening at this time, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And have you ever gotten someone that has said, hey, will you post this flyer like every day until this, uh, you know, event is happening on Friday? Have you gotten that request? Absolutely. We have. Yes. Um, and what do I say? Well, um, I say, you know, we we serve lots of different organizations at the school. Um, as well as the schools ourselves, and we all have to take turns, and I promise you will get your, you know, due diligence on our social media accounts, but we are not, we never post anything every day. Um, That's just not something that we've ever done, nor would we do. It's not effective. I would probably talk through that as well with them and explain the why on that. Um, The other thing that we're doing, and I'm not, I don't know, this is this probably isn't what you want for your case study, but um, we're starting to allow our clubs and athletic teams their own separate accounts. So if they want to post four times a day that their game is tonight, that's on them. Yeah, um, I'm not going to do that on our right. Account. So, right. Um, no, that the, I think that's a really good point to stress is that, hey, if they do have their own social channels uh, for their club or organization, they certainly can share it as much as they want. You're going to share it kind of strategically with the method that you have. And and one of them might be like those stories, like you said, it might be two weeks ahead of time, a week ahead of time, the day, the day ahead. Um, I've got six kids and things are a little bit crazy. And so sometimes it's just nice to get that reminder. Oh, yeah. I don't have to cook supper tonight because it's the chili feed or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And and have you gotten pushback or um, I guess what's the feedback in regards to being able to use that method? Um, have you seen an increase in some of the engagement with the other posts because you're focused on actual storytelling and not just those reminders? Yes, I absolutely. Um, our, our engagement has gone up. Um, are uh, just our general followers have gone up. Um, I'm seeing more comments, more likes, 
loves than we did um even just a month ago i think i implemented during was it the instagram challenge so october-ish um was when i really got cognizant about it um and made it a, an absolute direct effort and yes i everything has gone up um it's funny though and i think i showed i shared this with you um during one of the sessions that the most likes and comments I got was when I let uh, the kids take over. <laughs> yeah. So that was a little bit of an ego bruise. I'm like, oh, the kids still win. Um, they had gone on a trip to Italy over fall break. So their posts were, yeah, were everyone's favorite um, <laughs> during that time period. Um, but yes, it absolutely has changed, I think, um, uh, the way that I had do my job as well as, as you know, what people are experiencing. And, and um, the other thing I'm not doing anymore that I was doing was sharing. Um, um, I can't remember the way you put it, but news that might have some controversy to it. Yeah. Um, we're not, we used to always do that. If we sent a letter from a principal or a letter from the superintendent, it went up on Facebook and mm. Um, I don't do that anymore. And that has saved us a lot of strife. Um, yeah. I know they all talk and they talk elsewhere in their own parent groups that they've created that aren't ours. And that's yeah. fine. They can talk there. But right. um, that's also been great in terms of moderation, cut back on our workload, yeah. being concerned about those. Yeah, if we were answering directly when people were upset with something. I would write that. I would write that. Oh yeah, yeah. So that, that's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, awesome. Well, this is perfect. This is exactly what I was interested in okay. grabbing. So okay. you're you're I'll incredible. Give you whatever you, I mean, I'm happy to do whatever. I'm yeah. thank you for including me. That's really nice. Yeah, that that'll be great. So, like I said, once we kind of assemble everything, we're breaking down parts that people contribute, and so you'll get to approve it first. Um, but no, that was that was perfect. So thanks so much for for hanging out. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you learned a lot. And if you did, pass it on to others who might need to hear it too. And would you leave me a review? I would love a podcast review. Now, if you want to become a powerful social media storyteller for your school, grab your copy of my book. I poured my heart and soul into this thing. It's called Social Media for Schools proven storytelling strategies and ideas to celebrate your students and staff while keeping your sanity. You can find out more at socialschoolforedu.com. See you next week.